This episode is sponsored by Origami Risk, an award-winning, adaptable, cloud-based platform that can help you and your business manage all aspects of resilience, such as risk, safety, insurance, and even the management of business continuity and disaster recovery plans. Visit origamirisk.com forward slash resilience. Enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Resilience Pod, the podcast helping you become resilient in our world full of disruptions. You're here with me, your host, Rina Singh. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Today's episode is very special because I have my next guest with me who believes that children in today's world are truly global citizens and they deserve to know more about what is happening in the world. Wow. And because of this, my next guest has dedicated her time to not only trailblaze her thought leadership, but set the stage and drive some change into the world. She is an award-winning child podcaster at an impressive age of 10 years years old and is here to talk to us about the impacts of plastic toys and our environment. Why? Because resilient people like us need a resilient planet. Therefore, please join me in giving a warm welcome to my next guest, Siona Vikram. Welcome, Siona. It's so nice to be on your podcast today. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Welcome. So excited to have you on. And as I alluded to in my introduction, we are talking about plastic toys and I'm so excited to have found you. And should we just get right into it? Why is having plastic toys a problem for us? Because personally, I've never really given much consideration to it. That's the best starting question. It's not just a problem. Plastic toys are causing multiple problems, I would like to say. Here are the top two. Okay. First, the health effects they have on us are beyond what you can even think of. Nearly every toy on earth today is made of plastic, 90% to be clear. But out of this, only 15% are considered good to play with. Mm. Then how about the major portion? No one knows. We don't know what chemicals are going in there. Let me quote this from a Google Scholarly article. Plastic toys are linked to cancer and infertility. Infants and young children are considered particularly sensitive to chemical exposure due to their high rapid metabolic rate, high surface area to body weight ratio, and fast growth of organs and tissues. Scientists are warning us, Rena. They say children's rooms should be ventilated to avoid exposure from inhaling dangerous chemicals from their toys. Feels hard to believe, right? So let's move on to reason two. They are bad for our environment. How bad? Stats will speak. Approximately 360 million tons of plastic is made from fossil fuels every single year. Wow. This production of plastic is only set to triple by 2050. How does this matter to the toy industry? It matters as the toys and game industry is the most plastic intensive industry. And so more than 50% of this plastic, 50% goes into the games and toys industry. Out of all the plastic ever produced, 
79% has accumulated in landfills or oceans, damaging our future, 12% was incinerated, which again just releases toxic gases into our atmosphere, and just 9%, 9% have been recycled. Mm. And guess what? Only 1% of all the plastic that has ever been recycled has been recycled more than once. Wow. So I certainly think this versatile material should not be accessible for the general public in our day-to-day -day life, even as packaging or bottles or bags or leave alone toys. Yeah, that's crazy. Like wow scary thought because if you think about it like if i think about when i was a child i was playing with toys i've still got some of my plastic toys that my mum saved for me in you know uh in case i ever have children and they want to play with it but it's just shocking to know and it's you know like the the stats you've you've kind of showed us it's really scary as well like what else has caused this why has this why has this happened what has caused this issue that's a good question. Around the time of World War II, all the materials to use for sustainable toys were rationed for war and, war, and there was very little left for the toys. Mm. So it's around that time when plastic was starting to gain popularity as a cheap material. It is ever so light, it is waterproof, and they could add any color. And bam, a perfect fit for toys, they thought. Mm. Over the past seven to eight decades, we've made such great progress in technology and many other industries that no one ever lets children have better materials for our toys. And we're still given the cheapest available material, plastic. That's because plastic is the only commodity on earth that is driven by production and not demand. Wow. For them, we children are just a market. Yeah. They make toys that are ever so attractive looking, but none of them really take note of the health and environmental effects of these toys. Mm, so true. I. It is so true, isn't it? It was like the best thing that happened back then because it was cheap and convenient, as you're saying, but yeah such children are kind of being exploited in that sense because it looks attractive and it's good and you want you want them don't you as a child you probably feel more attracted to those bright colors and and you want all the new things um so it must be really difficult and, and quite shocking about what has caused this so once something that seemed like to solve an issue has actually become a problem for us now um Sion, i know that you're quite passionate about this and my, my next question to you is and I, I know you're doing this what steps are you taking to reduce the impact that you've mentioned already on plastic toys and our environment so it is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men says mm. frederick Douglass. he was an abolitionist and stateman so I'm raising awareness and doing my bit for a stronger tomorrow. I'm trying my best to avoid to avoid a situation of fixing broken men and a broken earth in the future. So how am I doing it? To be exact is first, the ongoing season in my podcast 
is dedicated to raising awareness about plastic toys. Mm. I'm inviting industrial experts, scientists, and doctors to back my research. Secondly, I've created my club called Little Wise Club for Children. Wise is nothing but an acronym that stands for Warriors Inspiring Sustainable Earth. And I'm collecting back plastic toys and household plastic on one day every month and turning this off to a pollution board approved recycler. This way, I'm helping people have better homes and avoiding these plastics from getting into our environment along with the rest of the waste. Third, third, I'm now getting in touch with sustainable toy makers so people Mm -hmm. know where to find them. And people listening to your podcast and mine can put me in touch with genuine sustainable toy makers if they can. Wow, Siona, that is amazing that you're doing this. Like, I'd even thought about doing this because it it takes a lot of organization and support and changing the mindset of not only adults, but children as well to think about the real impacts. It's so impressive. Now, if I, obviously you're, you're based in India and you're doing this, like what can other children do or uh, me as an adult do um, like your top three things to kind of help this movement if they can't contribute directly to your your wise club then what should we be doing to think about saving our environment from you know the effects of plastic and plastic toys well um you asked for three steps but actually i have five okay so the step so step one, stop mm. buying any of these plastic toys. Yeah. Very, very few companies like Lego maintain very high standards. I mean, why take chances? Yeah. Don't buy plastic toys. Mm. Buy only sustainable and non-toxic ones. Okay. Some companies are taking the effort to make these kind of sustainable and safe toys. Mm-hmm. Please invest time and money into those good toys. Mm. Step two, yeah. I know it might be devastating on kids as they're really attached to their toys, but clear your living spaces of plastic toys and other household plastics. Mm-hmm. This helps improve the air quality in your house with mm. immediate effect. And where do you send all these toys? Please send all of these plastic toys and plastics for recycling. Mm. I know there's no clear place to do this, but we have to make the best out of what we have and step four, so please sign my petition to say no to plastic toys. It's important for us to have loads of signatures to get to the right eyes and ears. Step, and last but not least, step five. Please take these four steps seriously and please make sure you do join my Little Wise Club. Thank you so much. And so, you know, like some of it is so easy to do. I thought you were going to tell me some really complicated things that I need to do, but actually just stop buying things and getting rid of it and recycling is what we should be doing anyway. Um, And find out whether these toys can be recycled um, is 
the first and important step too. Now, for those of you who you've asked for signatures for your petition, we'll, we'll put a link to it in all the uh, description boxes. So please do sign it. I will be signing it immediately after I get this to support because it is really important. So thank you so much. Feel like these five steps are definitely easy to do and good to consider. Guys, it might be hard, especially if you in your family and you've got children and you know, you've got loads of uh, toys just to kind of be mindful about things and maybe buy wooden toys, right, Siona? Like, um, you know, there's yeah. there's a whole abundance of different types of toys that are available other than plastic. Um, so go for alternatives and see, you know, you're not saying don't have toys <laughs> and don't play with toys. You're saying just don't use plastic because it's affecting our environment. Absolutely love that. Thank yeah. you so much. And I want to add one more point. Yeah. Well, we need to be using just what we need when it comes to toys or cosmetics or food because we need to keep everything under control. Mm. And every time we go out, we need to stop asking for something like a new toy or mm. some like a new Kinder Joy or something like that. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's about being mindful isn't it and that's what yeah. helps us be more resilient not as people but for our planet too which is really important because we are living here in this world so we should be mindful of that so really interesting stuff now Siona you've given us so much to think about um, which I am so excited about but there's one question I'm dying to ask you because today it's International Women's Day and the theme of today and International Women's Day I'm so excited to feature you on this is about breaking the bias and I would like to know in honor of this and honoring you and your thought leadership how have you so far uh, in your 10 years broken the bias to inspire the rest of the future generation of women in our industry frankly speaking I was surprised to even know there was a bias uh, I think I've already overcome this, if mm -hmm. any, by podcasting. It makes me feel like I can help myself and lots of children learn few things through this medium. Mm -hmm. And all the feedback from my listeners helps me get stronger. And one thing always leads to another. Like my podcast led to my voice, to that led to helping me voice my opinion against plastic toys. Yeah. And I truly believe I can help millions of kids when I'm successful in my mission. On this International Women's Day, I'd like to share that me and my mom have chosen to walk this path only because we decided not to ourselves and our capabilities. Taking action is always more effective than giving reasons. Thank you love that love that love that love that you are just the epitome of breaking any bias and you know what you have done has led you to me right and I would never have found you otherwise and I'm so happy to be featuring you on this and helping my audience and our resilience pod family think about this stuff you are truly um, an inspiration and trailblazer and we all I can speak from behalf of all women and future generation and just anybody listening. I'm so privileged to have someone like you putting this change forward and helping us understand that. So, so grateful. Um, 
you have this has been an amazing episode and I feel like we've we've touched on some very basics and we could talk about more um before we close off because we are running out of time unfortunately do you have any final yeah. thoughts or questions well you rightly asked because Rina I have one question for you you <laughs> okay. do such amazing things through your podcast so What's your advice to people listening to this episode on Women's Day? Oh, Sienna, you are the first person to ask me a question on a podcast. Uh, so putting me on the hot seat. Thank you so much for considering this. So for International Women's Day and Breaking the Bias, yeah, my advice to anybody listening is to not use what's happening to us as an excuse and take action. And where there isn't, where you're not getting the opportunity to do something, create your own platform and make it happen. Because yes, there's a lot of injustice in our world. We, we're, you know, we, there are a lot of things happening for women. It's not fair. It's not equal. But to really make a change, you individually as a person need to take action. You cannot blame other people. You have to take the first step in making that change. So that would be my advice is take that step because we're all in it together that is so right that just sounds like resilience <laughs> yeah exactly it is and i the reason why i say that Siona, is because a lot of the times we as women go through we have a lot of challenges right and we don't want to use that as an excuse to not progress and i, I get it it's hard but we have to we have to try if we don't try then nothing's going to change in the world is it so and you are a fine example of doing that you're changing things and it just shows that age is no limit your background is there's no limit to your background your race your ethnicity like whatever at any age at any time you can make a difference and you are a fine example of that <laughs> thank you so much Rina. you are welcome it's my pleasure thank you so much siona for joining us today now guys if you want to find out more about siona and her work and her podcast take a listen to it and also sign the form um then please do stay tuned all the links are in the description box once again, Siona, thank you so much. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in today, whether you are watching us or listening. Don't forget to like this episode and subscribe to The Resilience Pod. Until next time, this is me, your host, Rina Singh, saying goodbye. And until then, keep on investing in your resilience.